Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Radio Redux, where myself, Erfart, and the random genius Tear Black are partway through our discussion on the top five games we'd like to see be remade. So if you're listening in via the podcast and haven't listened to 241 yet, I recommend doing so. Instantly, when we get to that, there's loads of like explosions in the background. It was actually recorded on November 5th, so uh, yeah, it's been a while. But before we get to any of that, let's have a little update. It's time for the news! With the latest and breaking news, this is Radio Redux. In shock news that LMC itself somehow broke, in terms of general awareness at least, Sega Europe are set to move out of their long-standing headquarters at some point in the near future because the people who bought the land and building for approximately £40 million want to knock it down. The area on which 27 Great West Road sits is highly sought after, following the building of Brentford FC's community football stadium pretty much opposite. Local council are very big on rejuvenation projects and, as a result, are actively supporting the move. While there's no timeline yet, as the process for renovating the area into a series of ghastly flats no one will be able to afford is still in a feeling-out stage, it seems likely to be green-lit given the fact that the council were proactively rooting for it to happen in the first place. There's also the matter of Sega Sammy, who had previously moved to combine the parts of his business into big offices. I've done that for both Sega America and Sega Japan. So it will be interesting to see where Sega Europe moves to. And if any of its studios, like Sports Interactive, Creative Assembly, Sega Hardlight, or even new acquisition Rovio, are also affected by that. Because what Sega Sammy wants, it usually gets. After having their Activision acquisition refused in the UK due to the possibilities of a stranglehold on cloud-based gaming, Microsoft are considering pulling Activision out of the country entirely in order to get around the problem. The block, announced by the CMA, which is the Competition and Markets Authority in the UK, which was done back in April, cited the following. Microsoft already accounts for an estimated 60-70% to of global cloud gaming services, and has other important strengths in the cloud gaming sector, from owning Xbox, leading PC operating system, and a global cloud computing infrastructure, meaning Azure and Xbox Cloud Gaming. The deal, it said, would reinforce Microsoft's advantage in the market by giving it control over important gaming content, such as Call of Duty, Overwatch and World of Warcraft. All of these being named to it, by the way, on the UK government website, the evidence available to the CMA indicates that absent the merger, Activision would start providing games via cloud platforms in the foreseeable future. Absent the merger is a really weird sentence. Anyway, so according to the CMA, the 69 billion deal is indeed not nice. There are various ways being reported that Microsoft may choose to force the issue. The most notable being that Microsoft could indeed decide to not sell Activision games in the UK from now on. However, that wouldn't exactly go down well with, well, pretty much everybody really. And while they could just go ahead and ignore the CMA, they have been prohibited by them from discussing any merger talk for the rest of the decade. So that would be a pretty major violation and leave them open to some severe legal action. Something that probably wouldn't impress the FTC in America all that much either. 
which, considering they're also not happy about the merger, might prove somewhat more fatal to it. But, you know, heaven help Bobby Kotick if he doesn't get his own way. Hey, speaking of which... In an interview with Variety, Kotick further denied that Activision Blizzard had any pervasive issues with abuse that the state of California sued the company over in 2021. Instead, he blamed labor organizers for the company's problems, as laid out, by the way, in an excellent article by The Verge's Ash Parish. Definitely check that out. We've had every possible form of investigation done, and we did not have a systemic issue with harassment ever, said Kotick. But what we did have was a very aggressive labor movement, working hard to try and destabilize the company. Yes, it was clearly the union's fault. I will definitely take that as fact from the man whose office was called the Cosby Suite by workers of the organization due to it being infamous for its harassment of women. I have a mother who is a teacher. I have no aversion to a union, Kotick insisted. What I do have an aversion to is a union that doesn't play by the rules. Those rules appear to be not filing unfair labor practice complaints against it. Funny that. In lighter news, Last Minute Continues' own record label has celebrated another lo-fi release. Yes, Weskin Rocks Records unveiled Seasons, a four-track EP of original beats at the start of May. This fits alongside our other two major album releases, Volumes 1 and 2 of Last Minute Chill, which features lo-fi hip-hop tracks based on the various titles we've streamed over the last ten years on Twitch. All of these collections are available for streaming or purchase across all the major digital music platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music slash iTunes, Deezer, Amazon Music, as well as being included on TikTok and Instagram's library of tracks, which you can use for your own content. We've also announced via our Discord that even more music is on the way, including Volume 3 of Last Minute Chill, the AUK Collection Volume 1, which focuses on things I've worked on, and I could also confirm here that multiple volumes of a Sonic Lo-Fi compilation are on their way too. Should be fun. There's a brand new way to get your video game music and podcast fix. Terraplayer.com is a new hub where you can find your favourite gaming, music and entertainment podcasts live and on demand. Whether you're on mobile, tablet, desktop, computer, hear your favourites across your devices. English speakers can even ask for the Terraplayer on Amazon's Alexa service and listen to live radio that way. There's more support coming in the months ahead. Much like Last Minute Continue, Terraplayer is a collaboration. This one masterminded by Resident SD, and the SD stands for Service Deity. You can get live music from both Radio Sega and the KNGR network, and have access to the combined episode library of all RSS-listed podcasts from Radio Sega, KNGI, Mixdown Production, Shinru Dojo, and of course Last Minute Continue. Which means, if you've a busy day at work and need something in the background, you can easily slip from an episode of Sega Ages into LMC Cast, and then maybe take in some Bumblecast. Power through your lunch with some Saturday Night Sega before taking a trip into the Sega Lounge by way of Radio Redux, before boarding the night train home with KC. Guest Control and Wrestling Show Last Minute Kickout are on there too for LMC, with possibly more shows to come. So check things out now on terraplayer.com, that's T-E-R-R-A player.com, and welcome to a new world of video game entertainment. And lastly, 
Of course, we had to mention it. Notorious criminal mastermind Yuji Naka is facing two and a half years in prison and a fine of over $1.2 million for insider trading. Top detective cracked the case after Naka admitted doing it. Naka was said by the prosecutors to have showed no sign of remorse in violating Japan's Financial Instrument and Exchange Act. But Naka's defence team has requested that the fine be reduced and the sentence be made suspended. A final decision is expected to be made on July 7th, at which time we'll find out if the former Sonic team head will require a new suit. One that's orange. Prison suit orange. What if they do top hats with those? Anyway, that's the news! Now, I believe we just finished discussing the merits of remakes for a number of different Final Fantasy titles. Uh, I'd, I'd be, the one thing I'd be really interested to see is to see how they redesign some of the characters. Because obviously, Terra, the main character, in like all the 2D games, she has bright green hair. And then whenever you look at her, they make a 3D model for her, she's suddenly blonde. Can, can we outsource the making of these models to Nintendo? See previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're really good then. <laughs> I mean, we ne- but then, but then again, we never get, we never did get the Cloud in a Dress DLC for Smash Bros. <laughs> for Smash yeah, Bros. Yeah, that is true. That is I don't true. even understand why they couldn't give them English voices, considering they have English voices in the in the remake. I hire the same voice actors. Why not? Uh, for the purity of something, for the but purity I'm, of the character. You say that, but I'm pretty sure because Cloud it's had cheaper. an English voice actor it's in cheaper. Smash Four. Cheaper is more. It's cheaper and more complicated. And look, we, we need that. We need the space to shove in these 37 tracks for this, for this game series we've just added. We need to have all the space for all the different Sans costumes we might want. <laughs> yes, absolutely, all of them. Was there anything more you wanted to add to your choice, Ian? I think that's about it, really. <laughs> I think I think we've pretty much covered the entire base of everything. Uh, sorry, Final Fantasy X fans who wanted a remake of that. It's not on our list. No. And no. if it was on our list, you'd have to have nine first. I, I must admit, uh, I, what happened in I, Final Fantasy IX? I can't remember. <laughs> I, I really, I, I really love Final Fantasy IX. It's very, I, I say it was the first Final Fantasy game I played, so it has a bit of nostalgic. Um, mm. It's, it's my, it's one of my favourites. Um, <coughs> Rift of the Grimoire beats it out slightly, but Nine is the one I would introduce most people to the Final Fantasy series because it's. A little bit. I think it's a little bit more user friendly than most of the other Final Fantasy games. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. It um, also has that balance between the levity and the seriousness that that you can get with the with the game. Yeah. Short short synopsis: uh, Guy with a monkey tail rescues princess who can summon mighty creatures, and then uh, tries to stop the world from ending. Alongside, I'm pretty this is a Power, I'm pretty certain this is a Power Rangers series at one point. It. You definitely get some um, Carmen Rider references in there, I believe. Oh, well, there we go. Um, but <laughs> there we go. Final Fantasy IX definitely has some of the more iconic characters uh, in Vivi, who is based on the original Black Mage design with the like uh, huge uh, hat and glowing yellow eyes. 
Oh yes, Inverse mm. Orco. Yes. And then um Quail, who um everybody loves, right? Ah uh, oh, yes, yes, Quina, the uh yes, ev- everyone loves it. And to be fair, Quina, one of the first transgender characters we think we're not entirely sure because we don't know what Quinn is gender. Is it all? Is it uh, or is it just NB? No, Quinnett is always referred to as he slash she. Ah, was... like whenever anyone mentions Quinnett, it's either Quinnett is either a he or a she or an it, but we can't tell. Well, I mean, we can't tell what Quinnett is in the first place. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I must. I must say, you need to add Steiner and Beatrix to that to that list as well of iconic characters. Yeah, it's a shame Beatrix isn't fully playable. It is. It is. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, what is your number four, Mr. Kevin? Right. Um, I'm going to go to... Um, there are problems with what I'm going to say because there are uh, there is legal stuff that would need to be waded through, uh, which I believe is ongoing. I think it might have got delayed again by world events! Uh, but... It was the best version. It was the best game in the series. It was an extremely popular series, and it's a series which is now uh, defunct. Huh. Although things have stepped in to try and sort of fill the gap, uh, they are still a patch on the original. Um, it was a, it was a standard bearer for. Not the previous generation, but, well, generation before that, I guess. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I submit to you, Guitar Hero 3. Yeah, yeah you know what? I would not say no to... You, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Have, it as, have it as... Make it to a bit like Rock Band is the minute. Make, make that into more of a hub, so you could put stuff in and take stuff out as licenses require but have the actual base of it be Guitar Hero 3 which had a you know a, a semi decent storyline it had fantastic array of tracks introduced a lot of young people i say young people People younger than us to to, mu- to to music older than us and also different genres and, and what have you. You'd leave it open, but yet re- remaster, remake that and just turn it into a, like an online hub game that yeah. you can keep up to date as licenses, you know, demand. It's interesting because one of the games, I think I did eventually pick up I think Guitar Hero 3 was my first because I bought it like cheap when World Tour came out and they were HMV were flogging it off. Yeah. And then I think I went back and found a cheapish copy of 2. And then later on managed to sell it. Likewise, that I think. For like, like well apart from selling it cuz I've still got it, but No, I sold my copy for like 10 times what I bought it for. Oh, um, wow. Like when Guitar Hero literally had been like and it's removed from all shelves. But yeah, no, I because I think I also bought World Tour, and I think World Tour might have been my favourite, but purely because I preferred playing the bass mm. on tunes. Yeah, but uh, and, and I, that I did consider that. But then you'd be going up against Rock Band. 
yeah yeah that's fair mm. and i think that people actually would prefer just the, the solo experience i mean you could you can have it so that you could with the guitar that it could be the bass as an option uh, no, which yeah. would be interesting mm. i think you'd still want to i mean like, how good would it be how good would it be in this era of you know all your games on the pc are played with your wireless xbox one controller or, or, you know, or Xbox 360 controller. If you still got managed to have one of those, I mean, so many people use the Microsoft controllers. How good would it be to have your uh, your Guitar Hero guitar that could be, you know, picked up by your, you know, Xbox USB dongle that's in the back of your PC? Would be nice. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Although mm. someone's managed to get it to work, because some plenty of people have managed to play Dark Souls with the entire controller. I know. I'm, I'm sure there's various patches and stuff. And people have played Dark them. Souls with the Donkey Kong bongos. So you have played it with bananas. So it's um, yeah, but no, I, I definitely it, think it, it's it was idea. very. It was very much a, a Guitar Hero Three was very much a moment in time. Yes, in gaming. Yeah, um, and it was and it was when those kind of the one, those kind of games were, I think, at their peak, because everything thereafter sort of fell apart a bit. Yeah, it definitely mm. peaked at Dire Three and was stable-ish with World Tour, and after that, it kind of just went into decline. Yeah, because I mean, and part of the problems with that was because it was the duplication of tracks. You know, they, they you were in the same generation, so you had to you had to get other different kinds of music. But you, you've had all the classics, yeah, uh, and you're sort of running out. Which is again why you know the hub world would be. I mean, again, it would. It's I mean, it's an Activision thing, so you know that's that's issues, and goodness knows what's going on with the makers nowadays. But it's, it is time for the king to reclaim its crown. I I say when it comes to music games. Also, we need more of the King's songs in there. Yes, I mean, but that's the thing. You could you could arrange stuff based on you know popularity and what have you. The thing is, I wonder how many bands actually benefited from Guitar Hero, like people hearing their music for the first time, and going, "Oh, I really like this. Maybe I'll check out their other songs." Oh hell yeah! Mm. I mean, there's a big chunk of stuff on my iPod which has never left it. Which was stuff that I discovered via um, stuff that I discovered via that game. Yeah, you know um, that, that's you know really you know sing along stuff, you know heavy stuff. It was modern stuff too. It, it opened up the other. Side. I, the only other game actually that that's really done that for me is actually San Andreas. I was going to say mine was probably Funnily Need enough. for Speed. <laughs> Oh, I've got to get well uh, underground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, frick! I should really put underground on. Honorary <laughs> <laughs> mention. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> underground one and two. Do those. Um, but yeah, that okay. That, uh, so underground one and two. Um, see that one? I believe um, EA could remake. Sandra's, yeah, it be, it's definitely something that they could do. But and again, if they're going to do it, you you want to make it to that that online hub. Mm. The, so you could you take you take free you maybe put the idea of world tour around it 
and you you have something then. Yeah. But at the core, it's still Guitar Hero Three, which was the best. I think I would agree with you. I think I had a preference for World Tour, but that was purely because I will I will tell you now. Um, World Tour is the only one that I almost completed on its hardest difficulty. There is one track I could not do, which was the ending track for the story mode in World Tour. Um, fuck you, BYOB. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But no. Did, that... did, you, did you need to borrow two, though? <laughs> no, no I, don't, I don't have any of the prep rules anymore. Um, no. Did you want to borrow the guitar as well? No, I... I think I'm past that stage. Although, what was it? Um, is it Bucketheads in free? No. Which one was Buckethead in? Also, apologies. I think we've come to the crescendo of the local fireworks display. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have to look into that. But yeah, no, I, I, I definitely think that's a good choice. It's, it's a weird one, because it's like, how well would it do in this day and age, I wonder? With the plastic peripherals, I well. think they. I think that there's been enough of a gap, and there's been enough developments in that field that you could definitely do. So, uh, uh, Jordan by Buckethead was apparently in Guitar Hero Three. Yeah, I because um, that was one of my favorite. And songs also in Guitar Hero Two. I was in Guitar Hero Two as well. Huh. Apparently so. No, because I, I was pretty sure I remembered that being my favorite track from that game. Yeah. But it was one of the uh, boss battle ones. Yeah, Jordan by American music musician Buckethead. Yeah, with no, no relation to a certain uh, would-be politician as well. I should. No, this up. is true. Sadly, would be sadly. Wouldn't that, be, wouldn't that been amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, uh... Jordan by Lord Buckethead, <laughs> <on> guitar hero. <laughs> uh, do you want to know what my opinion on this is? On, on the whole guitar hero thing, yes. Give us a cro- give us a crossover with trombone champion cowards. <laughs> well, that's it. You've got that. Yeah. Uh, that that yeah that in itself probably proves that there's demand for it. Well, <laughs> don't know about that one. If there's if there's semi-successful parodies of the genre out, yeah, I guess. And there's nothing to sort of counter it. Go on, go on. You know you want to. You want the money. Yes, Activision. Of course they do. But yes, um, but yes, San Andreas, uh, K Rose taught me, injuries me to so much country that I love. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I uh, yeah no I de- I definitely. Should I tell you where I would also want to see it? Although it would get damaged so quickly, arcades. Not that arcades exist anymore, either. I mean, if you're yeah. lucky, you can find a Guitar Hero cabinet. Yeah, they're very still. Rare. But I mean, th- but let me get let me rephrase that. If you're lucky, you can find an arcade still. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The but it's usually the bigger ones, but the, 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 they are still about and in the wild. Despite mm. despite all the the hammering they they take, it's it's very much the Daytona USA effect. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of. In terms of yes, it's been bashed into oblivion, but it's still going. It's still good. It's still good. Ah, oh, cool. All right, number threes then, I guess. Um, my number three, I specifically have this on the list for you, Shadow Fox. 
Um, so, have you ever heard of a little series that um, is called Metal Gear Solid? No. No? Uh, well, Death I've, Stranding. I've, <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of Metal Gear and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Retcon... Rebellion. In all in all seriousness, yes, I have played and, and own a great number of Metal Gear Solid. You, you say that. Let's go back to Nintendo. Who's in Smash again? Sans. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a, a costume of Sans, is it? Costume of Sans, in. And also, know, he is not. They, they they ruined Snake's bottom as well. His bottom is not as voluptuous as it should be, but anyway. Uh, yes, Metal Gear Solid series. You know, that, that is an actual thing, yeah, honestly. It's, it's a big controversy. Is they reduce Snake's buttocks in uh, Smash Ultimate from his previous appearance. Why are people complaining about my backside? I, I, I think David Hater may have done that. Probably. I, I mean, David Hater does a whole bunch of stuff like that, so oh. would, I wouldn't put it past him. It wasn't Big Boss, it was Big Butts, and he could not lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I could put a lot of them. So, again, there have been some HD remakes of, I think, 2, 3, and Peace Walker on Xbox 360 and PS3. Um, yeah. So, I could put uh, pretty much anything between 1 and 4 on here. Um, but my pick is going to be Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Oh, yes. Now, there's two reasons I want this one to be remade more than the other ones. First one, it's the only major co-op Metal Gear. The Pretty much the entire game can be played co-op between two to four players. Some missions require two, some can have up to four. And also... There is some really sweet um, four-player-only weapons you can use, like the Man Cannon, which is literally a giant catapult you fire a person out of. <laughs> but it does like oh, massive damage. Just, nestled, just nestled imagine. between, just nestled <laughs> between two giant buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine if that occurs when, if if this is a thing, you, me, Dusk, and Shadow Fox just get together and just case of okay. Who's going in the man cannon? Oh, Shadow Fox is already flying through the air. Oh, yeah, no. Trust me. The Shadow Fox and me had this discussion. It was just like, I want this to be a thing. Why is this not a thing in Metal Gear Survive? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, but, I mean, I'm pretty certain we could just play Human Fall Flat <laughs> at that point. Maybe. But this does, this is, this does bring a thing, though, and I think that we've well, the other discussions earlier, I, I think this is worthwhile for another day as well. Is it's just PSP games? Yeah, this was originally mobile, a PSP old game. mobile platform games, specifically the PSP, mm. um, that you'd like to see sort of returned. Yeah, or brought onto you know just you know, PC or main platform or whatever, and taken out of its obscurity. I think that's another good topic. Yeah. Well, the, the Metal course, Gear Solid is one of those. The Metal Gear Solid HD collection was only PlayStation and Xbox, so Peace Walker has never been on PC as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it would be really good to have this, and yeah, the whole short mission structure, like it's, it's loads of short, small missions because it was a portable console. 
but it's genuinely one of the best entries in the series. I will also point out there is a um, whole set of submissions which are Monster Hunter crossovers where you have to where Snake goes up against Monster Hunter monsters, which is it, they're quite cool. But even better is that as part of that crossover, they made a monster based on Metal Gear Rex. So there Rex, is now eh? an, there is officially a, mon- a Monster Hunter monster based on met- a Metal Gear. Mm. Would have thought Ray would have been the better choice for that, but um, yeah, I can see Rex being being that as well. Uh, can I just say there's some there's somebody in the the chat if this is going out on Radio Sega or there is somebody somewhere thinking yeah but bringing PSP games over to you know PC or whatever platform it isn't really done to those people I say Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation there is there is a natural you know precedent for doing this Kingdom Hearts mm. Birth by Sleep yeah there's precedent for doing this even if it's you know like Liberation in terms of graphical quality it is the same I mean, no even, one's asking for like the whole shebang on that in I, mean, terms heck, of I think the, they even ported like all of the PSP God of Wars to Playstation um, I think maybe via emulation no, um, I can't or some remember. form of emulation yeah, 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 no because I think there were like HD I think it was like HD collection of the PSP two PSP games yeah. Anyway, but, but yeah, but yeah. there is there but there is there is scope for doing this historically. Yeah, mm. and you know, as I said, Peace Walker Peace Walker HD came out for PS3 and Xbox 360, so there's no reason you couldn't bring this to PC. But it would be very nice to have this brought up to a nicer scale, especially considering it's actually quite an important game between three and five, as in. Yeah, there are major plot points that happen in Peace Walker that are important to Metal Gear Solid Five, and it is a direct sequel to Metal Gear Solid Three. So, you know, I mean, also alongside this, just put this in like a big collection with, yeah, you, know, you could put it in the HD collection with Two, Three, and Peace Walker, like uh, they did on PlayStation, or you know, maybe include a remake of One and Four alongside of it because we, we might be bundling games again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would 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 you do a full remake of one, or would you go for the Twin Snakes GameCube uh, remake of it? Ooh, That's a debate what? for another time. <laughs> I've Ooh. actually only ever played Twin Snakes. I've never played the original. So same here. I, as somebody who has never played a Metal Gear game, apart from like the beginning of Five Phantom Phantom Pain when it was all crazy in the demo or what have you. Oh yeah. Um, uh, even I would have to go. Ooh, the, the, the possibilities of between <laughs> the original and, and the Twin Snakes version. That that is a, there's a, that's, a that's actually a toughie. Yeah, because there's a really good um, Let's Play I watched that shows the differences between the two, and nice. the really big ones are the cutscenes because Metal Gear Solid One on PlayStation was very serious. You know, it was, it was a serious action game <coughs> with a serious message. And then you get the GameCube remake where Snake becomes superhuman and does like some really crazy stunts. And then there's just um, Liquid being <laughs> like the biggest, like, I will talk about my plans so loud that everyone can hear me from satellites in space. I mean, to be fair, that's Liquid. He's not the smartest um, person out there. But he is in the PlayStation original. That's the thing. But yeah, anyway. Or is he? 
Shush. Um, <laughs> so yeah, can my... I just say? Can I just say that whatever happens in terms of the original Metal Gear, we just have to have just like all-seeing, all-knowing psychomantis. Oh god, yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Especially this piece. Ah, I I see you like hentai games. <laughs> What is wrong with you? I'm emailing this list to your employer. (laughs) I see you have the Devil's Buns DLC for Gun Gal. Ah, yes. Don't ask me why I know about that. Unipop is very highly played on your (laughs) list. I personally like... (laughs) Never-ending job for Psychomantis' voice actor. Fun fact... They actually had to patch Metal Gear Solid 4 because, um, you know, originally the PlayStation 3 controllers didn't have vibration in them. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. So there's a scene in Metal Gear Solid 4 where Psycho Mantis tries to do some of his stuff. And it's like, I will read your memory card. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean there's no memory card in your console? (laughs) What is this hard drive you speak of? Well, I will make your controller vibrate. Put it on the ground. Why, why, why is it not vibrating? But then, when they released the DualShock... I've had enough of this! <laughs> when, when they released the DualShock 3, it was like, oh, there is a rumble in now. Okay, we need to add an extra line and scene in case you have a DualShock 3. And he basically dies from being overexcited that his psychic powers work again. He was like, yes, it rumbles.
is Radio Redux. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker is my number three. Go on, <laughs> genius. Uh, yeah, I, I would second Peace Walker. Um, thoroughly enjoyed playing through that with I, Dusk, so I would love to. I think it's the least for... appreciated of the titles. Mm. I think there, I think there's a another again another discussion just about the Metal Gear series to have yes. with 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 you two, Shadow Fox and Dusk. Oh god, yeah. If we can tie Dusk down to a chair, <laughs> you know, if if Suf hasn't already done that, <laughs> the Metal Gear Solid episode. Sure. Oh, we're d- d- we've, we've got to keep it going as long as a Metal Gear Solid game as well. So you know, it'll be. Oh God, no! That's fifteen full days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, forty-five hours for Metal Gear Solid One, double that for Metal Gear Solid Two. God knows how long you talk about Naked Snake. Which, which one? Which one of you would end up dying? We now a whole. We know. <laughs> it. We've, we've we've delayed we've delayed handing over to this this presenter for so long and now we will oh he's dead oh well I guess we complete that segment moving on <laughs> oh dear dear me right, so should I try and steer this back on track a bit no okay then no 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 I don't want this to be on track <laughs> okay then steam rolling straight into the distance. Um, with choice number three on my list. So, this is kind of the sim- again, kind of a similar vein to what Josh was saying in terms of strategy game being remade and re- re-released. Uh, I, the one I've gone for is a bit more um, something a bit special because it never actually got a proper Europe-wide release, so I thought it would be rather nice to have a remake and introduce it to a wider audience. And this series has done something like this in the past. And that is Fire Emblem. Specifically, the um, the Binding Blade, a.k.a. Fire, uh, AKA Fire Emblem 6, uh, which is the uh, game that was released before the Fire Emblem GBA game that, is, um, that you can play on um, the Wii U store and whatnot. Um, which is the one with Lynn and Elliewood. Uh, Binding Blade's the one with Roy, a.k.a. Um, Roy's <coughs> our boy from um, Smash Brothers. And, it, yeah, Fire Emblem have had a precedence of doing this, what with uh, Fire Emblem Sh- Echoes Shadow of Valencia being a, a full remaster and remake of a previous Fire Emblem game that didn't get an international release. So, they have precedence of doing this, it's just the fact that Echoes didn't quite set the world alight in terms of popularity, but in all honesty, I think it's a really good game. It's really solid. Certainly better than Fates. Mind you, most Final games are better than Fates, in my opinion. Um, but yes, I would love to see Binding Blade get a full remaster, remake, the whole, the whole thing, and get this story out there, because I'm pretty certain that would just really that would be a really huge thing I think I can hear Surf screaming from here <laughs> Hi Surf Yeah, um, I imagine I, this would get enough traction Nintendo would make it big enough 
Can I put her in a request that the that Fire Emblem GameCube game, whatever it is, that costs a million oh, gosh. pounds? Yes, costs a pa- million pounds. Uh, yeah. any, any CEX or any store at any Comic Con. But just because it's so rare, can we have a, a like a, a remake port of that? Just because I want to see everyone who's bought that for, like I say, a small fortune, scream that it's now not worth <laughs> as much as it was. Yeah, no, I, I would go with uh, Path of Radiance as well. Uh, that's what it's called, is it? I think that's the GameCube one. I don't know. It's the, what, you, uh, we don't even have to give them the title. Just, uh, the overly expensive GameCube one is all we need to really say. I mean, I've only but, ever played the one Fire Emblem yeah. game, so yeah. There's, but there's definitely you're right. There's 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 gaps when it comes to Fire Emblem. Mm. I mean, this yeah. does mean that there'll be even more Fire Emblem characters in Smash. No, we, no, because we're doing this. Well, Roy's because already Roy's there. already there. Roy's already in Smash. Yes, but that doesn't mean that other characters from that game won't somehow make their way in. Probably as assist uh, trophies, but yeah. You... Well, this is this is you. There is oh, you know, that people will curse you for doing this. I have now remembered a game that I should have put on my list and I haven't. Uh, 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 by the way, Fire ha- em- is it Fire Emblem? It is not, but it is another Nintendo-owned property that's in Smash, but only represented by an assist trophy. Ah, ah. can you guess that which nar- one? that narrows it down to? Uh, Tingles, Ro- Tingles Rosy Rupee Land. While I do think that should get a remake, it's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Toad's uh, Treasure Hunt. Golden Sun. Ooh. I, yeah. I am a big fan of the original two. I actually didn't mind the weird DS sequel they did as well. Um, mm. And also for the guy that runs the um, Frasier looking at video games account... I also know you really want a new Golden Sun as well, so... <laughs> Just have Fraser looking out upon Isaac and his team. Yep. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's an interesting... Some lovely music in Golden Sun. Oh, God, yeah. Lovely music in Golden Sun. Um, I mean, yeah. That's Camelot, is... isn't it? That was Camelot, who I guess don't yeah. exist anymore, if I remember rightly. Uh, one of those... There, there's, again, another another topic, you know... Game studios, that studios, don't studios who don't exist anymore, who deserve more love, or you, 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 have, you have the choice to sell your soul to get one studio back. What will it be? Oh God! And, Anyone and says which of, free and which of the twi- and which of the twenty bought by EA, which are now dead, <laughs> would you bring back? Oh God! But yeah, I, I could actually see that. What I could see Nintendo doing that purely because more Fire Emblem. Because that series is running away with itself at the moment. Yeah. Admittedly, there have been some really good games. Some of my games of the year have been Fire Emblem games, such as um, Three Houses and um, Echoes and Awakening. Eventually, (laughs) but some of them some of them can be a bit. uh, Some of them can be a bit bad. The, the, The thing that baffled me with Awakening was the whole. Hey, your kids come back from the future to help fight, but so, who the kids' uh, parents are are determined by the relationships you make in the game. It, oh my god, does that confuse I, That's the thing. It, if you think that's bad, Fates is worse. Fates we- basically goes, ah, oh, you've paired these characters together. Okay, they have a kid, they're going to put them in a pocket dimension for X number of years, and then they're come, come, going to come back as a fully fledged fighter in the same time period. 
and then they what? have kids. <laughs> I, I, that's a baffling and a level of complexity that you did not need. Which you Fire not... Emblem games do you find stupid and would like to see brought back? Tweet <laughs> us at LastMinContinue with the hashtag Fire Emblem WTF and let us know uh, which ones you would like to see and what baffling moments there were in Fire Emblem series. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll read them out next show. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and by next show, we mean next show. Next, after... next time we do a recording of the something to do with this after this has come out because we don't know when this is coming out just yet yeah coming out so coming out at some point it'd be this is coming out at some point as part of some show ah yeah. fun and may have to be split into parts considering how long multiple parts on. multiple, multiple parts, parts. I, I i foresee this becoming a a segment on radio redux shows going forward. oh boy <laughs> oh dear oh right kev wanna go where are we three? all right Number three, okay. Um, we've got we Guitar Hero for him, and Power Stone, so forth. Okay, right. Um, it is. You know what? When it comes to Sega, good old Blue Sky Sega, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. There was a game series that they had, which was very much not Blue Skies. And it was their really one, I would say, homegrown, scary franchise. The thing that you could... Laser ghost. Could maybe... What? <laughs> From coast to coast. Laser ghost? <laughs> okay, laser ghost is a mass system game I remember having as a kid. It was the only game I remember using the blast... The Masters than okay. Gun. Laser Ghost, Laser Ghost. I hear you cry. And to which I say, I say no, no, <laughs> no. Although that's a very good one, and I look forward to Earth justifying that on his list later. It's not on my list <laughs> yet. Yet, but yes, if 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 the concept of Laser Ghost coming back, uh, you know, not coming back, disappoints you. Imagine how disappointed you are to find out that the one game franchise Sega had that could be put within the same sort of bracket as Resident Evil and Silent Hill um, has been sort of lost to time as well. Ladies and gentlemen, and again, you could have this as a two-for-one if you'd like, but Condemned Criminal Origins. Oh, yeah. This is a game Condemned had a fantastic story going on and a very unique aesthetic in terms of, well, definitely the first one was very much like, you know, it's Resident, Resident Evil Silent Hill, but detective mode. Um, and stuff going on. You never knew what was going on in it at all. Even more so in 2, um, which got you know, super duper crazy and um, I, I guess the closest you've had s- since then is actually evil within too strangely um but yeah it's it's such a dark atmosphere it's oppressive that you you never feel safe um and it is so graphically and in terms of mood it's so anti-sega that it just stands out 
I think I know a load of people that would agree with on this one. Um, yeah, Condemned is like one of those really fondly remembered horror horror games. Yeah, and and it whilst two steps away from the detective mode stuff a little bit, uh, and focuses more on the horror side. It it makes sense that that happens. By the way, um, it's a sequel that legitimately improves on the first game there's a lot of stuff you could do with it moving forward but it really need it it would have a very nice home on pc is all i'm gonna say oh yeah because they were they xbox exclusives um i think the i think they might have been you know i think i think the uh, criminal origins I think was most definitely. Hang on a minute. Let me just double check on that. Condemned Sega. Sega has been condemned for. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> um, uh, you okay? It was out on Microsoft Windows apparently, but again, it, I think it's out on Microsoft Windows for what have you. Um, what's this? Uh, yeah, Bloodshot, Condemned 2 Bloodshot was released on PS3 as well. Oh, okay. Um, but wasn't on that. There was at one point an, in, an internet prequel and planned film adaption for the franchise, and it's all sort of fallen apart. Um, Who yeah, made those it's... games? I know Sega, but which department is Sega? Uh, in, what, in terms of the general studio and stuff? Hang yeah. On. Uh, it was. Uh, it was Monolith Productions under Sega as publisher. Oh, okay. But it was very much Sega's. Sega, Sega's Sega would own. So, yeah. I, I, hang on. This is is this different to Monolith Soft? Yes. Uh, not yet. In fact, if you go, on, it says very specifically on the Wikipedia not to be confused with Monolith Soft. <laughs> um, Good to know. Uh, know. The company been a subsidiary of Warner Brothers since August two thousand and. Um, most recently they announced they were developing a video game for Wonder Woman but they also did the Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War games in recent times and also Guardians of Middle Earth actually in fact they've been somewhat st- stuck but th- th- these, these are the guys that also did Fear and Fear 2 ah. so they've got funny enough they also did Tron 2.0 so there's even more <laughs> reason for me to like them um, but you know, the, the, these guys have got a history uh, in terms of that, but yeah, condemned, condemned Criminal Origins had a Windows release, kind of, sort of, if you can find it. But it was tied into the the Windows service nonsense um, from that period. Uh, it didn't. Condemned Two didn't come to Windows, just to PS3 and Xbox 360. But but we, I mean, Condemned was 2005. Condemned Two was 2008. So it's been a long time mm. without that, but it's such um, uh, such a piece of the puzzle in terms of the overall arc of game types that's missing from Sega. Sega don't have a scary franchise at all. Not anymore. I mean, not anymore. Yeah, because House of the Dead is more. B movie schlocky horror rather than yeah. Proper I mean horror. yeah. House the since when has House the Dead scared anybody? Surprised people, maybe. 
but not actually you know chilled people and got them thinking in a way like like Resi and Silent Hill and it, again it has, it has a puzzle element as well just like those other two games it's 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 a shame. It's a great shame that nobody has followed up on that. It still it still surprises me that Sega don't do a lot of a lot more PC ports of stuff. Yes, that might come up later in my selection. Yeah, but you know, yeah. So yes, condemn, I, condemned slash condemned too. I I think I. You'd probably get away with a, just a PC port, but I reckon if you did remake those two, or even just the first one, you would get a lot of, yeah, Mu- it, yeah, much like I, I, see, I could have put Heroes down on this for the same reason. That it's a that a PC port exists of it in this case in Condemned Criminal Origins, mm. but it's it's not really going to run on today's stuff. It's not available on Steam or anything like that, or you know, Epic or any of these things. It's a dead duck game that's not making you money, mm. and it has the possibility to allow things to happen. If you know you get some money coming in for Condemned, okay, then you can port Condemned too. And if you've got the Xbox 360 version, it's a darn slight easier to port it from that to PC. Funnily enough, there's. Yeah. There's, there's so many games like that that Sega just sort of ignore and it would be nice to see them have some department and this has always been the case have some department that is just like okay well we're going to release two games a year that's back catalogue and we're going to bring them forward and just release it around and Halloween just, re- re- last, re- just release them yeah, yeah. Release it, just, just release have, it a, just a, have a couple release. of games couple of games a year that are not even you know, full remasters or anything but even just you know, you know just straight ports budget with you know what's needed to smooth it out and bring it up to date a little bit in terms of what you can do let the fans not much do money their... spent on it yeah yeah fans do like hd texture packs for it and stuff and think of it and think of it another way and this, this will appease sort of not appease you but you know you'll understand this mm-hmm. you've then got more weapons in your arsenal as Sega and more pa- when it comes to doing deals on sale stuff and things like that yeah you've, you've got added value in terms of what you're doing on on, on other time periods on, on other sort of promotions and things um, it's more than just you know filling the gaps there there is a good reason why you should do that anyway but i've gone well off track here but content <laughs> I, I mean to be fair it's been no different to any other game that we've uh, discussed at this point mm. but yes con- condemned one first certainly there's options for it and then condemned two is a superior game and yes please <laughs> as, as i said i there's a lot of like big horror game fans who hold condemned up as a like one of the best that have ever been so mm. you would definitely get them you know i think i this. think it can be argued that quite a few of the more modern interpretations 
such as Eve the Evil Within games, actually, definitely got some inspiration from Condemned. I would say. But, hey. Even Resi 8, actually. <laughs> Considering the plot. There we go. 